Welcome everyone to Crypto Chat with Chapo. This is a podcast dedicated to all things crypto and NFTs. If you're looking for some insightful conversations with experts in the new developments in the crypto world and some general information on cryptocurrency, this is the podcast for you. I discuss all things crypto related through the lens of NFTs, crypto, and its leaders in the space. If you're interested in learning, we have you covered. It's unbiased information, a little more laid back than the typical crypto podcast. Join me and come chat with us anytime for insightful, irreverent, and all-around fun about the latest and greatest in crypto. Hey, what's good, everybody? Today is Monday, February 13th, 2023. This is episode number 193 with Crypto Chat with Chapel coming at you today on this glorious morning. After a really exciting Super Bowl, I don't know if you guys watched that or not, but I really enjoyed the competitive nature. Uh, not really a fan or of either team per se, but I just enjoy the competitive nature and I'm glad it was a good game and kind of was pulling for the Eagles, but really it didn't matter that much to me who won. So it was a good game. And so that means we all win minus the losing team. You know what I mean? Anyways. So let's take a look at uh, Bitcoin prices or crypto prices today as we're still shaking out the market, so to speak. Uh, Bitcoin is trading down about a half a percent at 21,696. Ethereum is continuing to slide uh, down 2.6%, trading at 1486. BNB down to 292, which is down 5%. So uh, the, I think that the news on Binance sort of continues to get worse. I think that there are some rumblings that the Fed, the U.S. Fed, federal government is maybe potentially, potentially looking to move on Binance as they have potentially, allegedly continued to go against regulate U.S. regulation or request for them to not trade in, with certain countries, i.e. Iran, Russia, and also even in the U.S. So if you're not familiar, so if you go to Binance, the regular Binance, you cannot access in the States, right? So you have to go to Binance.us in which you can interact in the United States, which Excuse me. I'm going to have to edit that one out. In the U.S., you can. I don't really use Binance. I have on a few occasions. So I just, I don't know. I'm mostly, I don't do centralized exchange very often, and I don't typically keep my funds there for very long. I usually keep them in a couple of wallets or in my ledger, and I don't keep them on the exchange, but I have used it before. So was watching Chico Crypto this morning and he was bringing some, what he said was evidence that there is at least some possibility that Binance US was not really an exchange. It was sort of like this shadowy fake setup where it was really connected just to the larger Binance and it was just kind of like window dressing, if you will. Now, I don't know if that's true. I, I do think that Binance, is, it stays in the U.S., might be numbered. Now, does that equal a larger 
downfall of Binance? I don't know, but if, if there is aggressive move by the U.S., then it's going to be a problem for crypto prices. I, I can't remember. I was reading, doing some reading yesterday or the day before in regards to, you know, potential U.S. regulations when it comes to crypto. And one method that might be employed by the U.S., and maybe it already is, and I would argue that it probably is, is what's called setting up sort of choke points for crypto. In other words, it's really hard to totally eliminate cryptocurrencies for the decentralized nature of it in a lot of protocols. It's just really hard to stop. And if country B or C is allowing it, and you have a VPN, well, essentially you can do the trading. You know, it, there, there are definitely ways around, you know, some of these potential regulations, right? So one choke point that has been alleged by the U.S. that, that alleged that the U.S. government is doing is stopping banks from any kind of interaction with crypto. So for example... And I don't know how true this is, but I know Binance was first in that they were, there was a, a, a large bank that was ending its relationship with Binance. And what I mean by relationship is like a fiat on and off ramp of funds. So if you want to buy on Binance and you could go to Binance and request, let's say you don't have funds on there but you want to use your bank card or automatic bank transfer, whatever you may use to get funds on that exchange so you can buy crypto, that those points may be in the process of being eliminated from a lot of exchanges, which is going to cause massive problems getting funds to trade crypto. Now, I think there are going to be some ways around that, most certainly, but I think that it will be a reasonably affected method. It's pretty easy now to get funds. You know, typically what I do, if, and my bank card, I've used it several times to, to buy crypto. So for me, I haven't had any kind of problems when I needed, you know, to get fiat into the system so I could buy NFTs or tokens, whatever. I usually just go to MoonPay and MoonPay works with my credit card and it is, I've never had any issues with it. It usually takes, I don't know, five to 10 minutes, five maybe to get the funds in your wallet, which isn't bad. And you know, there's, there's a fee you have to pay. Of course, you know, there's a premium on, on, you know, entering the market that way. And I'm sure that MoonPay makes a ton of money. And if they ever have an airdrop up, for using MoonPay, I am going to be flush with crypto cash for sure, because I use it quite a bit, as opposed to keeping tons of funds in my wallet, being risks for being hacked and whatever. So I usually on and off it, on and off ramp. I typically, the on ramp, I use MoonPay. You can use MoonPay in connection with the centralized exchange as well. Sometimes if you go to Mexi, I have used that before where you 
buy the crypto and you're just buying it using MoonPay, the easier thing to really do is just to go to MoonPay, connect your wallet at the MoonPay website, you know, put in your credit card information, what kind of uh, crypto you want to buy. And then within five minutes, those funds are inside your wallet. That's typically what I do. So will the U.S. try to, to choke point crypto out with that? It's certainly a big possibility. And I think maybe some concern about what's really going to happen with Binance is starting to gain some traction. If you look at the Bitcoin mark of the crypto market today, just to give you some, you know, Bitcoin's down, but Ethereum's down two and a half, BNB down 5%, Cardano down 4%, Doge down 3%, Matic down nine. It is mostly red. There are some little greens showing up. HBAR is down 13%. Aptos down 3% to 13. Near is down almost 7% down to $2.15. So you are seeing these, this big leap that we had starting in January being just erased. And if you go back to my other shows, you'll know that at first I was like, I don't know about this. I don't know about this. And then I was kind of like, well, maybe, well, maybe. And then I was like, no, I don't think so. Then I was maybe again. And then we are sliding back down to the side where I, where I feel like my initial gut was correct. We're a little early on this. Now that doesn't mean we can't have a little bit of a run, but I don't know. I don't really know what the story is with the overall market. I'm just not, not as confident as a lot of people were. And so what I really wanted to talk about today was, you know, just the practice of taking some profits, which is, it is really hard to do. And people that tell you that it's not probably are, you know, I don't know how to explain it. it. It is hard to take profits because we all fall into the trap of seeing our tokens go green, green, green. And we think, oh, just a little bit more, just a little bit more, just a little bit more. And then that's usually when we get wrecked. And I've gotten better at taking those profits. But for right now, I'll give you a perfect example on the Camelot token. You know, it's trading at almost $2,600. You know, I got in for 200 and, you know, now I'm just like, oh, you know, should I take a little bit of profit here or let it ride out? And because it's been running so hard, you know, my thought is, you know, the upside is pretty great. And the worst, if we go back down to $200, I was, you know, where we started, which isn't bad, honestly. But I think that, you know, something like Camelot has a lot of momentum. and we'll see if it, if it continues. I mean, even, even if you look at last night, if you go to like two in the eight, two in the morning, you know, grail was up to $3,000 and it is dropped way off and it's still strong though. So that's, that's why it's, it's a little bit tricky. Now, if I would have taken profits at 3000, I was in bed sleeping. So I wouldn't have been able to do that. Then I could have bought back in if I wanted to and still had, you know, an extra $500 or almost, you know, 0.4 ETH profit. So 
you know, it was, it's down 15% in the last six hours, but it's still doing really, really, really well. So, so taking profit, that is the trick. So I think that you will want to learn how to train yourself to do that in a reasonable manner. And, you know, it's probably best to look for a profit on a green day. You know, this is not financial advice, but we've all been, if you've been in the crypto space for a while, we've all made the mistake of panicking on a really bad red red day and selling. And then three days later, you're up 70%, right? So it, it, it is, I don't know if it's an art, a science, luck, but you know, I took a little profit today on Zyberswap. You know, I should have taken more the other day because it was at around, you know, eight, seven or eight dollars. And I kind of held back, but I did take some profits and it's at about five right now. So just get in that, into the habit of, you know, peeling a little bit off, even if it's just a little bit, even if it's like 10% of your portfolio, let's take 10%, you're up, take 10%, take a profit on that. That way you're not stressed, you know, if it's going to go up a huge amount, but then yet you still take a little profit off that 10%. And if it goes way, way down, if you want to buy in a little bit more, go ahead. But I think the practice of just taking a little bit at a time is probably the best way you can approach the markets. And, you know, over a long period of time, if you're, you know, reliably taking or consistently taking a profit, I think that that's a strategy that you really can't go too wrong with. All right, back into the crypto charts. Enough about that. Let's see where we're, what else I wanted to look at. We go out of the top 100 and some of the AI coins are losing some steam like Fetch AI is down. Oasis protocol is down almost 9% in the 24 hour, but still up 35% across seven days. Oh, I would say if we're looking at other ones that I've kind of been eyeballing magic down to $1.39, but it had that great run up to $2. Once again, taking profits, taking profits is a good strategy. And um, let's see, Canto at 51 cents. I've talked about that a few times. 50 cents is still a little bit too expensive, in my opinion, for Canto. So that's been today's episode with Crypto Chat with Chapo. Remember to take some profits. Be patient here as the market really makes the decision on is it going to go up or down, left or right. And don't be afraid to take profits, especially on those green days. So until tomorrow, this has been Chapo. Stay in the here and now, be in the present moment. Do something kind for somebody and learn something new. Until tomorrow, this has been Chapo. Have an amazing day. The podcast is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information contained in or provided from or through this podcast is not intended to be and does not constitute financial advice, investment advice, trading advice, or any other device. You understand that you're using any and all of the information on this podcast or through this podcast at your own risk.